Hi, this is Mo Oster, MISNI's Senior Vice President for Advocacy. I lead a team of lobbyists fighting for you in Albany and sometimes in Washington, D.C. In case you haven't noticed, there is an election taking place this upcoming Tuesday. I am sure that, like many of you, I will be happy to no longer have my TV be consumed with countless attack ads and my social media feed to no longer be overwhelmed with the latest political prognostications. In any event, with early voting already underway in New York State, please take the opportunity to review MISNI's various election resources, including the bipartisan list of the 24 members of the New York State Assembly, the New York State Senate, and the New York Congressional Delegation who received the endorsement of MISNI PAC for re-election. It is available on MISNI's website, www.misni.org. Each of these candidates have demonstrated themselves to be champions of issues to preserve the ability of patients to continue to receive needed and timely physician care. Moreover, MISNI PAC members may receive a copy of MISNI's Legislator Scorecard, which provides physicians with voting and co-sponsorship records of state legislators on 10 key bills in the 2019-2020 legislative session five strongly supported by MISNI and five strongly opposed by MISNI. Please contact jwilks at misni.org, J-W-I-L-K-S at M-S-S-N-Y.org to request a copy of this legislator scorecard. Regardless of which party does well at the polls next week, there is likely to be many new faces in Albany come January, given the significant number of retirements of longtime incumbents as well as the numerous incumbents who were defeated in primary election surprises this past June. Indeed, with so many new faces that have come to the state legislature over the last few election cycles, it is more important than ever for physicians to make it a point to get to know their local senators and assembly members. You can help MISNI in these efforts by joining or increasing your contribution to MISNI PAC and by agreeing to become part of our Physician Advocacy Liaison, or PAL, program and the legislature may be back before January. With the state facing a nearly $60 billion budget deficit over the next two years due to the historic drop in tax revenue arising from the pandemic, at some point there will need to be action to address that gap. The governor and legislators remain hopeful that some funding will ultimately come from Washington, which was unable to come together to agree upon a next level stimulus package prior to the elections despite repeated assessments from economists about the need for such a package. In addition to state aid to help prevent Medicaid cuts, within these federal stimulus discussions are also items to assist physicians, such as additional funding for the CARES Act Provider Relief Pool, a restarting of the Medicare Advanced Payment Program, student loan relief, and possibly liability protections. With a good, of course, there's also bad. Also within these discussions have been proposals to address surprise medical bills. However, the proposals that have emanated from various congressional committees, unfortunately, vary greatly from New York's acclaimed law. MISNI has worked with various other medical associations, including the AMA, as well as various patient advocacy groups, in advocating for a fair law that closely models New York's law. With negotiations on a stimulus package to likely resume again post-election, and an expiring federal budget resolution in mid-December, 
Physicians should continue to contact congressional legislators. We have a sample letter from Disney's Grassroots Action Site to ensure a comprehensive stimulus package, but also to oppose insurance industry-backed proposals to address surprise medical bills. We also continue to push the New York State Department of Health to revise its requirements for physicians and others to report positive and negative COVID and flu tests within three hours of receiving these results. We believe we have had some good discussions with the Department of Health regarding the significant challenges of complying with these requirements, including sharing the results of a MISNI survey of over 400 physicians that reported that over 60% of respondents stated that if these requirements were to continue, they would face no choice but to have to stop providing these tests, which is certainly not in anyone's interest. We believe there is sympathy to these concerns, but no revision to these requirements have yet occurred. Changing gears, please place on your calendar this Tuesday morning, November 3rd at 7.30 a.m. for MISNI's next Veterans Matters program, Traumatic Brain Injury in Returning Veterans with faculty, Dr. David Podwall. As always, please check out the variety of recorded educational programming we have at our CME site, cme.misney.org. Finally, we are happy to report that the federal government announced yesterday that it was delaying at least until April required compliance with information blocking rules that were adopted by the federal government last March. They were supposed to go into effect on Monday, November 2nd. However, recognizing that at some point compliance will be required, there are tools developed by the American Medical Association to assist physicians. Please look for these tools in today's Disney's e-news. Thank you again for taking the time to listen to this program, your support for MISNI, and most importantly, your dedication to your patients. We will speak again next week.